1 Samuel 9, there was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abiel, son of Zerah, son of Bacorath, son of Aphia, a Benjaminite, a man of wealth. And he had a son whose name was Saul, a handsome young man. There was not a man among the people of Israel more handsome than he. From his shoulders upward, he was taller than all the people. Now the donkey of Kish, Saul's father, was lost. So Kish said to Saul, his son, Take one of the young men with you, rise and go look for the donkeys. And he passed through the hill country of Ephraim and passed through the land of Shalisha, and they did not find them. And they passed through the land of Salim. There they were not there. But then they passed through the land of Benjamin, but did not find them. When they came to the land of Zuf, Saul said to his servant, who was with him, Come, let us go back, lest my father cease to care about the donkeys and become anxious about us. But he said to him, Behold, there's a man of God in this city. He's a man who's held in honor. All that he says comes true. So now let us go there. Perhaps he can tell us where we should go. Saul said to his servant, But if we go, what can we bring the man? For the bread in our sack is gone, and there's no present to bring the man of God. What do we have? The servant said to Saul again, Here, I I have with me a quarter of a shekel of silver. I will give it to the man of God to tell us our way. Formerly in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, he said, Come, let us go to the seer. For today's prophet was formerly called seer. Paul said to his servant, Well, let us go. So they went to the city where the man of God was. They went over the hill country. They met a young woman coming out to draw water, and said, and she said to them, Is the seer here? They answered, He is. Behold, he's just ahead of you. Hurry up. He's come now to the city because the people have sacrificed today on the high place. As soon as you enter the city, you will find him because he goes up to the high place. For the people will not eat until he comes, since he must bless the sacrifice. Afterward, those who are invited in will eat. Now go up, and you'll meet him there immediately. So they went up to the city, and they were entering the city. They saw Samuel coming out toward them, up on his way to the high place. Now, the day before Saul came, the Lord had revealed to Samuel, Tomorrow, at about this time, I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin, and you shall anoint him to be prince over the people of Israel. He shall save my people from the land of the Philistines, for I have seen my people, because their cry has come to me. When Samuel saw Saul... The Lord said to him, Here is the man that I spoke to you about. He who shall restrain my people. Then Saul approached Samuel in the gate and said, Tell me, where is the house of the seer? Samuel answered Saul, I am the seer. Go up before me to the high place, for today you shall eat with me. And in the morning I will let you go and tell you all that is on your mind. As for the donkeys that were lost three days ago, do not set your mind on them, for they've been found. And for whom is all that is desirable in Israel? Is it not for you and for all your father's house? Saul answered, Am I not a Benjaminite from the least of the tribes of Israel? And is not my clan the humblest of all the clans of the tribe of Benjamin? Why have you spoken to me this way? Then Samuel took Saul and his young man And he brought them into the hall, and he gave them a place at the head of those who'd been invited, who were about 30 persons. And Samuel said to the cook, Bring the portion I gave you, of which uh, I said to you, 
put it aside. So the cook took it up, a leg and, uh, and what was on it, and he set them before Saul. And Samuel said, See what was kept is before you. Eat, because it was kept for you until the hour appointed, that you may eat with the guests. So Saul ate with Samuel that day. And when they came from the high place into the city, a bed was prepared for Saul on the roof. And he lay and he slept. Then at dawn, Samuel said to Saul up on the roof, Up that I may send you on your way. So Saul rose, both he and Samuel went out to the street. And as they were going out to the outskirts of the city, Samuel said to Saul, Tell the servant to pass on before us. And when he had passed on, stop here for yourself a while, that I may make known to you the word of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. That, okay. Woo. That's got to be a ODR record. Well, <laughs> man. Okay. We got some long readings here uh, these days on the ODR, but we got through a whole chapter of the Bible. Quick recap for the folks, in case you guys are like in a daze driving your car right now. Um, basically, two things are two things are happening in this story that converge all at the same time. If we were writing the screenplay here. I can see a scene. There's Kish, his boy, his oh, young Kish. You got Saul running around. Who, who's playing Kish in this? Uh... Okay, okay, I like <laughs> this. Uh, you know, you know, the first guy that came to mind uh, was uh, Goldie Hawn's husband. Wait, what's his name? Uh, you know. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? They were like in a bunch of movies together. He was in the recent uh, like Santa Claus movie. Um, Famous guy. I don't know. Goldie Hawn, her husband. Anyway, he's the dad. And then, Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. All right. And then we need a good Saul. Mm. I mean, we need a good one. I feel like Timothy Chalamet. Uh, Chalamet. Who's he? What is he playing? Uh, he's in Dune and like... He, he's like the hot commodity. I'll pull, okay. I'll pull up a picture. Let's just go with him. Yeah. He's Saul. And so, yeah, I can see like Saul and his brothers like throwing the football in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kurt Russell comes outside and <laughs> and he says, remember the, the goats that are escaped. and Donkeys. And, and, uh, yeah, the donkeys. And an yeah. obedient Saul says, I will go find them, Father. Mm-hmm. Who's the sidekick? Maybe, uh, you know, just because he's like the ultimate sidekick, like a Sean Austin. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's- or, He is like a perfect sidekick. <laughs> or like, you know, I'm thinking maybe like a like a Bill Hader or somebody if you want some okay, like, like some comedic, comedic relief. relief. With the- okay, okay. So they go off. They go looking for the donkey. And of course, they're searching everywhere. Meanwhile, meanwhile, okay, you see this old man sleeping, mm. you know. And of course, God comes to him and he says, I'm going to reveal this man to you. And yeah. And yeah. And then you have this convergence and I can see the whole banqueting table. So actually, man, Will, I feel like we've, yeah, <laughs> we, we've put together a Come heck on. of a screenplay here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see the scene. I can see the scene. And, and, um, you know, you know, Saul's an interesting character because like at this point, super interesting. there's, there's nothing, there's nothing not to like about Saul. Mm-hmm. I mean, he seems like incredibly obedient. Yeah. He's like super humble. I love the line where he's like, look, I'm I'm of the humblest tribe. Like I'm of Benjamin and I'm the, the worst clan. And why are you this great man of God who I was about to pay you my little quarter shekel of silver for you to tell me where my donkey is? Why are you talking to me this way? Mm. 
And of course he sets it up and he says, well, tomorrow we got to talk and let your servant go ahead and I'll speak to you alone. So we're hanging on the edge of our seat. Um, yeah. You know, if this was a made for TV movie, I feel like we would have gone to commercial break right here. Yeah, yeah. And now like we're waiting to see like, what is Samuel, the man of God going to say to Saul? But I, I think the big takeaway for me from this is, you know, you and I've read ahead in the story, mm-hmm. you know, in our lives, we kind of know Saul's fate is, is not going to be great. Um, ultimately, but I mean, he starts off so good. Like, yeah. I think there's, there's nothing really not to like about him here. I don't know. What are your, what are your thoughts on the passage? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it seems like so ideal for what the people want, you know, like they want somebody who can bring honor to them. Like, in front of other nations, you know, like a, a strong, you know, front runner for the nation, for the kingdom of Israel. And, you know, it's, as we've kind of been talking about, like there's, there's so much hope that is stored up in, in this moment of the story. Who's going to be the king who can establish justice and stability for Israel. Right. And Saul seems like the perfect candidate, you know? Yeah, he's, he's taller than everybody. He's more yeah. handsome than anybody. Yeah. He's the five-star that can throw throw the ball 120 yards. like. And, and, so it's all going to be great in Israel. Mm-hmm. But maybe it won't be. So we'll have to keep reading. But yeah. Will Carlisle from Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.